0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: I give a rat's ass about Twitter.
0: What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve edition of the podcast. We've got some Thanksgiving-themed ideas here to carry us through today and tomorrow on the podcast, and it's always interesting to think about, Kyle, because... Uh, we we have a very large like international audience, and so Thanksgiving is not necessarily celebrated across the board. Uh, but you've got to be somebody that's like overseas and just be very thankful that Thanksgiving exists because you just get more football uh, for like random reasons that you don't celebrate.
1: Yeah, I was looking at the Thursday schedule and saw a team kicked off like super early, and I'm like, "What the heck? Like, is that a typo?" And then I realized, "Oh yeah, it's Thanksgiving this week." <laughs> So you get the early kickoff. Yes. And I don't know about you, but football and food comas are two things that I do very well. Mm -hmm. And mixing those two things together makes this an absolute joyous occasion that we're on the doorstep of Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. So with that said, we have a Thanksgiving-based theme here. What we're going to do is we're going to work through the AFC today, and we are going to identify the one thing. The one thing that every one team thing. is most thankful for, and you know that I'm going to stretch that right. It's going to happen, um, but we'll have some fun with this. We'll try to find some silver lining. The reality, the reality is that one team is going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, twenty two teams, no, uh, twenty teams aren't going to make the playoffs, and we're going to find the silver lining for those teams and all the good teams too. So we'll have some fun today.
1: Yeah. We're uh, starting with the AFC East. And before we go any further, Joe, um, get ready. We have six episodes left before (laughs) we kill each other and Draft Dudes ceases to be when we watch Dolphins Bills on September or December 2nd. So I'm going to count. We're going to count this down every single show. I'm going to let you know how many shows we have left before we have to watch that game together.
0: Is this including today? Is it six or seven, including today?
1: No. It's oh. six. Well, seven including today, yeah.
0: Yeah, seven including today. So okay. That's,
1: I'm right. not a math major. We'll cherish you these, You should man. be ashamed of yourself for asking me to do math live on the air.
0: Oh, I'm usually worse at math, so
1: there's that. It's true. You just said 22 teams were going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, I got it down to 22. Like, yeah, you man. figured it out. You figured it out. Let's figure out who these AFC East teams are thankful for. Joe, I'm going to I have to let you do the honors on the Buffalo Bills. Tell me something that the Buffalo Bills should be thankful for this year.
0: Defense, Kyle. Number two in the NFL. Uh, A lot of questions on offense. We've talked about that a lot. There's plenty of jokes to be made, but this defense is really, really, really good, and it's exciting to think about how good it is in spite of an offense that is going three and out, left and right. There is building blocks that are easy to identify in Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, Teron Johnson, obviously Trey White, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. There's talent on this Bills defense. Jerry Hughes is playing great. And uh, and Sean McDermott's leadership and, and him being a defensive-minded head coach has this defense looking good. Hopefully the Bills are the Bears next season. We'll see.
1: Wow, strong take. Who are you yeah. going to swindle? What elite pass rusher are you going to swindle for <laughs> two first-round picks?
0: I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, – well, yeah.
1: That's what yeah, you're going to need effort. to become the Bears. Well, But I will say this. The Bills should be thankful for this secondary, specifically the secondary. This is a good group. They got youth as well as talent. And you saw firsthand Monday night, if you don't have defensive backs that can consistently play in today's NFL, you're going to get torched, like not even close. I mean, they're, they're, it's going to turn into a track meet. Teams don't turn the Bills games into track meets because they've got great talent in the secondary. And I tip my hat to that because it's the strongest – position group of their entire roster and it's what they should continue to build their identity around in my opinion. The Miami Dolphins were segueing from Buffalo to Miami. I'm taking the lead here and I got to talk about what the Dolphins should be thankful for. And I had a hard time with this because the cornerstone players, the Miami Dolphins are a Quarterback that's missed a lot of time, missed nearly 20 games, missed more than 20 games now in the last three seasons combined. Their offensive line, they got rid of Mike Pouncey. They got Laramie Tunzel, who's blossoming at left tackle after kind of playing inside a guard. Defensively, Cam Wake's getting older. But I ultimately settled on another pairing of defensive backs, Zavian Howard and Minka Fitzpatrick. I think these two guys are a really, really exciting new brand of NFL. They're big, they're long. They can play man-to-man coverage. Minka can play in the slot. He can play safety. And that combination for them is something that they need to channel and find more of, in my opinion, as far as how they should build out their secondary, because right now their second corner position is something that's still up in the air. And then they took Bobby McCain, who they signed to play nickel and started playing him outside. So they made both of those spots worse. So, Find more long physical players to play in the secondary, like Aminka Fitzpatrick and like Xavier Howard.
0: Kyle, for me, I uh, was really nervous about this defensive tackle situation after they let Ndamukong Su go and they really kind of turned it over to a couple of day three picks uh, from 2017 and Vincent Taylor and Devon Gonchow. And those guys have been pretty solid. Like, there's reason to believe that they've got their defensive tackle tandem for the foreseeable future and it's a pretty good group they play the run really well and have shown some flashes rushing the passer so for an area that i thought was going to be a major major concern those two guys have really stepped up and given miami a formidable duo
1: yeah ever since vincent taylor went down with an injury a few weeks ago that run defense has not been the same so his impact is definitely being felt now that it's not there uh the new england patriots this is obvious bill belichick bill belichick and his You know, they've been thankful for Bill Belichick for two decades now, and he's still there. This team's still going to continue to not have overly talented rosters and challenge for Super Bowls. And so much of that falls on the shoulders of Bill Belichick and his ability to coach and get a defense's gig line straight. And for those reasons, Patriots fans should be thankful while he's here for Bill Belichick.
0: Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, five Super Bowls in the last, how many years? 15 years or something? 18 years? I mean, you've had a lifetime. You've had multiple lifetimes of success, Patriots fans. So just be thankful that you've had that. I mean, come on. Like, congratulations. I have nothing more to add.
1: (laughs) And then the New York Jets. Yeah. And this one hurts me. Joe, I don't know about you, but the Jets have always been a hated nemesis of the Miami Dolphins. And when I look at the New York Jets and I'm looking for things that they need to be thankful for, I look specifically at the promise of the future. They traded a reasonable price to get up and draft Sam Darnold with the third overall selection in the 2018 NFL draft. And Sam hasn't played great. He's had some bright flashes. And that promise of what could potentially be the resolution to a position group that's given them a hard time for quite a while is what I think Jets fans need to be most thankful for this Thanksgiving.
0: Uh, I want to say this safety tandem of Marcus May and Jamal Adams, kind of a peculiar way to build a defense by going two safeties back to back in that 2017 draft. But I'll say this, those guys both look really, really good and look like cornerstone players, especially Adams. Like he's going to be kind of the face of a really good defense for a long time. Uh, and, and so, uh, I know that there's other holes to fill in the defense and plenty of holes to fill in the offense, but that safety tandem is a very, very big deal. And we've seen uh, the impact of safeties in the NFL right now. I think that their impact is getting more and more, and and what they allow you to do in terms of your coverages and allow you to be more multiple, and and some of those guys that can come downhill and play in the box and and be able to stop the run out of of nickel sets and stuff like that. I think it really matters, and, and the Jets have a couple of safeties back there in May and Adams that look like they're going to be cornerstones for a long time. Amen to that.
1: Now, Joe, we're going to get ready to transition and segue over into the AFC North, but before we do, I'm going to talk to you guys sitting here listening at home. Do you remember the good old days when you were just ready to go whenever the mood struck? If you need an increase in your performance in the bedroom, listen up. Bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You could take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises. Bluechew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in person doctor visit. No waiting in the pharmacy and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now we have a special deal for our listeners on the podcast. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code locked on. Just pay five dollars shipping. Again, that's B L U E com Promo code. Locked on to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring today's show. We'll be right back after this brief message to talk about what the AFC North teams need to be thankful for. Joe. What's up? Buddy boy, are you ready to talk about the AFC North?
0: I'm not scared. We
1: we have to talk about the Cleveland Browns. We've made several references to the savior of the franchise, Baker yep. Mayfield. There is no other answer. Baker Mayfield has to be what Browns fans are excited for because he has people caring about the Cleveland Browns. And that in itself is a huge feat because this team has been an afterthought for years. And now, suddenly, this team's exciting. They're fun to watch. And those are the reasons why I think the Browns need, they have one of the most high-profile things to be thankful for. They should be more thankful than any other player that we're going to talk about today, in my opinion, talking about Baker Mayfield.
0: Yeah, give John Dorsey a ton of credit for pulling the trigger on a player that is not typically the type of player we see number one overall, but he was the best quarterback last year, and, and the Browns had no problem pulling that trigger, and they've got their guy, they've got that quarterback, they've got pieces on defense, but most importantly, they have Baker Mayfield to would. Give them a legitimate franchise quarterback, and, and his ceiling is so, so high. Can't wait to see him grow and develop and for the Browns be a consistent winner for the first time, like, ever.
1: Joe, Cincinnati Bengals, I know you have an interesting one, so I want to let you take the lead on this one.
0: Yeah, I went with Tyler Boyd, wide receiver out there, who I liked him a ton coming out of college, and he's been okay for a few seasons, but he's really kind of made – a lot of progress and emerge this year, and and he's on pace for like thirteen hundred yards, man. Like he's having a great, great season, and so, uh, you know, with AJ Green struggling with some injuries, with with Tyler Eifert not being available again, he's really stepped up as a playmaker for this Bengals offense, and I think that you know he's positioning himself well for a contract and a guy that his ceiling is up when it terms to, uh when it comes to being a productive NFL wide receiver.
1: All right, so my answer was a rookie, actually. And I know you gave this player some love today at the Draft Network with the article that you were putting together. Jesse Bates, uh, his emergence in the secondary has been wonderful. He's been one of the best rookies all year this year. Offensively, I looked at A.J. Green. He's getting a little long in the tooth. I thought about Tyler Boyd. I thought about Joe Mixon. But Jesse Bates is just like that – emergence as a big time playmaker in the secondary and he's so young still I think those two things were, were factors the impact that he has on the defense in his youth I think should have Cincinnati Bengals fans really excited because high impact free safeties are hard to find and the Bengals nailed one down it looks like now the Baltimore Ravens Joe I think the Baltimore Ravens need to be thankful for Lamar Jackson's infusion of something fresh into the running game. So I'm not necessarily saying Lamar Jackson because we've only seen him for a very small sample size, but this running game couldn't get anything done. And then suddenly Lamar Jackson's the starting quarterback. They use him to run the football. They use him as a threat to run the football. And this team rushes for 265 yards uh, it's the the most the Ravens have rushed for, I think, 15 years. So a team that couldn't run to save their life all year to start the year makes a switch at quarterback, and suddenly they're rushing for the most rushing yards they've had in decades. And I think that going forward as the Ravens try and make a playoff push is a really important piece.
0: Uh, very good answer. I'm going with Marshall Yonda, the guard, one of the best offensive linemen in the game. And he was injured last season. And so for him to be back, for him to regain his form, uh, and and continue like, you know, a hall of fame type career with the pro bowls and how well he's played, how dominant he's been. It's nice to see him pick up where he left off and and regain his form because we were, we were missing one of the best and, and now he's back. So I'm thankful. And I'm sure the Ravens are thankful for that as well.
1: Yeah. And then last but not least, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, My answer here is simply uh, Antonio Brown. He's one of the best players in football, regardless of position. Uh, He is so dynamic. He is so difficult to contain. You saw it against the Jaguars. They had him bottled up, had him bottled up. One play is all it takes for him to change a game. And it helped kickstart that comeback victory for the Steelers.
0: Kyle, you wouldn't know it by reading John Ledger's tweets on Sundays when the Steelers are playing, but Pittsburgh has a top six defense and an amazing offense. And so for me, I'm going to focus this on the offense because I just think they need to be so thankful because they have the best offensive line in football. They have Juju. They have Antonio Brown. They have Big Ben. Vance McDonald's playing great at tight end, and James Conner has made everyone forget about Le'Veon Bell. So to me, this offense and all the ways it can attack you and having that amazing offensive line, is give, making Pittsburgh – it's it's cr- making sure that this window stays open for them to compete and challenge for an AFC championship. So this offense is really special, and that's what Pittsburgh fans should be thankful for. But don't sleep on that defense. All right, Kyle, let's get into the AFC South. Got some fun teams in this division. I'm going to start off with the Houston Texans. I'll give you the lead. Deshaun Watson, it's the only answer. Yeah. The
1: guy's one of the most exciting quarterbacks in football – Uh, he's really coming to his own despite the poor offensive line play. And I've got some theories about offensive line play, but that's for another day. But I will say this. Players that you see elevate the players around them in their offense are players like Deshaun Watson's and Carson Wentz's and Russell Wilson's and even to a lesser extent a Baker Mayfield because they can negate poor offensive line play with the mobility that they bring. And that mm. ability from Deshaun Watson is saving this team season because if they had Tom Savage back there, heck, if they, if they took an above average, if you put Phillip Rivers back there, I don't necessarily know what kind of success this passing offense has because Watson has to move his spot to negate the pass rush because his offensive line won't do it for him. And they're on a seven game heater because of it. Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texans need to be thankful for him.
0: Yeah. Transcendent player, right? It doesn't matter. He's good. And that's, yeah, that's the obvious answer to Sean Watson. He's, uh, he's hiding a lot of holes on this, on this offensive line. And, uh, He's just special. He's just a special player, and it's great that see, to see that the Texans have that quarterback position right because the defense has some really good pieces as well. Uh, Kyle, next up, the Indianapolis Colts. I'll take the lead here. And my answer, they need to be thankful for Josh McDaniels for turning away on this job and getting Frank Reich and Andrew Luck paired up for that dynamic duo, for the, for the scheme that Frank Reich's put together to, to maximize the talent, the personnel, to give them a, a, a real, a true leader. I think Frank Reich's just an incredible leader. I'm familiar with his family, and my brother played for his brother at Wingate, and I'm very familiar with with these people, the Reichs, and, and they're special. And Andrew Luck's a special quarterback, and he's healthy right now. But all of this is made possible and maximized because Josh McDaniels turned away from one of the 32 head coaching jobs in the NFL.
1: I guess you could say the Colts got this higher right.
0: (laughs) You would tell me to delete my account if I said that. That was a dad
1: joke. You're right. I would, but I'm (laughs) not you, so I can make the joke. And the Colts need to be thankful for this offensive line. It's really gelled. Quentin Nelson is kicking people's asses up front. I love it. Uh, I believe I did see Ryan Kelly had some kind of injury scare, right? Mm-hmm. Don't misquote me there. Uh, my producer's going to look it up while I talk about it. Even Braden Smith, right?
0: Braden yeah. Smith
1: out of Auburn, we were kind of on the fence with. It's like, well, you know, he's played some tackle. He played some guard. He's playing right tackle. And he's playing well. So his emergence as a second-round pick, Quentin Nelson becoming the player we expected him to be just, just – putting people in body bags and Ryan Kelly, who plays center, who looks like he could miss a little bit of a time or a little bit of time with a knee injury, but doesn't look like it's going to be anything severe. So if the Colts do make a playoff push, he should be back to help keep Andrew Luck upright. So Colts need to be thankful for that offensive line, keeping their uh, formerly fragile franchise quarterback uh, Jersey clean and upright and preventing him from risking injury.
0: Kyle the Jacksonville Jaguars the 3 and 7 Jacksonville Jaguars after being in the AFC Championship game last year. What do they have to be thankful for? Blake
1: Bortles playing them into a position to draft a quarterback <sighs> high this year.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. No that's a good further answer. analysis. So, uh <laughs> I'll say the defense because this is a top 5 defense in the NFL right now. Stars everywhere. Um, all three levels, really exciting players, obviously Jalen Ramsey and, and Miles Jack and Telvin Smith and Yannick Ngakwe, Calais Campbell. I mean, just blue chippers everywhere. So, um, if they can get a quarterback, their problems go away very quickly, right? Like this isn't, this isn't hard. Just get a quarterback and you're back in the AFC championship probably. All right. We got, uh, the last up in this division is the Tennessee Titans, Kyle. I'll take the lead here. I'm going to go with Corey Davis their number one pick from last year, a top five pick that they brought in to be the number one wide receiver, and he was injured and had some concerns last year, but he has been the dude this year. Plenty of big-time games. When they need to play, they go to Corey Davis. He's delivering. He looks like a true alpha number one wide receiver in the NFL, and I love it because we – I know you were really high on him. I was high on him, and it's good to see him uh, him paying off. There was a lot of – he had some doubters, man. He had a lot of doubters in the process. And, uh, and uh, he's making those doubters look silly right now.
1: Yeah, it's because he didn't run a 40-time.
0: How are we going to know <laughs> yep. how
1: fast he runs? He didn't run a 40-time. Well, I could turn on the film and watch him run away from D-backs at Ohio State. So I think that tells you how fast the guy can frickin' run. But I digress. Tennessee Titans, get thankful for Harold Landry because this guy looks like a steal already. If he stays healthy, oh, Nelly, he's going to put up sack numbers. In the NFL, he's got elite burst, elite bend. That is what elite pass rushers need to have to stay elite and unblockable. Harold Landry has those things. Titans fans should be thankful for their second round pick this year. Harold Landry.
0: Kyle, uh quick on the spot moment for you here, because you and I will be in attendance at Oklahoma and West Virginia in, was it Milan Pusker Stadium there in Morgantown, West Virginia, this yes. Friday night. The Sooners. Minus two at West Virginia with everything on the line. Big 12 championship game, obviously national title aspirations for Oklahoma. Who covered? Are you taking Oklahoma minus two road favorites?
1: No. (sighs) I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to bet with my heart, which you never do. So if you're going to put money on it, don't listen to me for this reason. but I'm going to go with my heart and say West Virginia wins that football game.
0: I say I I agree with you. They're at home and they play much better defense. Oklahoma's defense is horrible, horrible. They get 40 points to Kansas. Well, here's the truth, guys. We don't know what's going to happen, but if you think you do, you've got to check out my bookie. Remember, guys, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why we're always going to tell you to bet with my bookie. Trust me, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. You can lay down some cash and win big today. I'd only recommend a service to our listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use our promo code LOCKEDON25 to activate that offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON25 when creating your account to claim that bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. Check out MyBookie. We'll be right back after this to get into the AFC West. All right, Kyle, last division of the day, AFC West, where the Kansas City Chiefs play. And let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs and who they should be most thankful for. I'd be surprised if we had different answers here, but I'll give you honors. i got to go with
1: Kareem Hunt. No, I'm just kidding. It's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I was like, oh, he did it. <laughs> it's
0: Patrick okay. Mahomes.
1: His 37 touchdown passes in 11 games this year. Um, Is that good? One of the most <laughs> splendid – in most productive seasons we've seen in quite some time, uh, he's four touchdown passes behind the pace of, of Peyton Manning when he set the single-season touchdown record. So uh, I would fully expect uh, Patrick's going to get 50. The question is how, how high into the 50s does he get?
0: Yeah, he's a, he's so fun, he's so exciting, and that team's going to be good for a long time because they have Patrick Mahomes. There's no question about it. That's the player. Chiefs fans, and I'm sure they are most thankful for Patrick Mahomes. All right, let's go to your Denver Broncos. Uh, Having the time of their lives there with Vance Joseph and the win last week. Kyle, who who should the Denver Broncos be most thankful for?
1: Whoever the next head coach is in 2019. Got to get some hope somewhere. That's all I got.
0: Well, I, I mean, if you, I will say this about Denver, if there's silver lining for this season, they are getting p- tremendous production from their rookie class. Cortland yeah. Sutton's producing Royce Freeman, Phillip Lindsay, Bradley Chubb. Uh, I, I mean, they're getting, I mean that the, all of those guys are have carved out prominent roles for them already. So a uh, hat tip to them in that draft class. I know we give John Elway a lot of uh, a lot of crap here and and he deserves it, right? He's had a lot of bad drafts and he hasn't got this quarterback position right. And he's, Made a bad hire in Vance Joseph, but these rookies this year—they are—they are, uh, have some redeeming qualities about about what they've been able to do.
1: And if I can—if I can give a, a serious answer real quick, uh, yeah. they have an elite pass rush to in Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. Yes. and that will—that will take you a long way once you get the offense personnel settled in the way you want. It. Yeah,
0: they can affect quarterbacks. All right, another team that we uh, like to poke at a lot—the Oakland Raiders—is right here. John Gruden's Raiders. Um, I'll take the lead here, Kyle. I think that the Oakland Raiders should be most thankful for the draft capital that they have. I know that it comes at the expense of not having Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, and I think that they'd much rather have Khalil Mack than those draft picks. But I digress. This is the situation that they're in. And they should be thankful that they have an opportunity to go out and get lots of young talent, five first-round picks over the next two drafts, three next year, and uh, they have a chance. They have a chance to add a lot of young talent. They've got a hit on it, and and that's up to them to do. But if there's anything to be thankful for, it's that they have the opportunity to add a lot of premium young talent to this roster. Uh,
1: My answer is salary cap space. The Oakland Raiders are currently scheduled to have almost $80 million in available salary cap entering the 2019 season. So between the draft picks to get guys on cheap rookie contracts and that much cap space, this team can start wheeling and dealing. A little bit. They can really start to turn this roster over, which it's very part. That's what John Gruden wants to do. Game on, brother. Let's go. Let's see what you can come up with in the offseason with 80 million to play with.
0: All right, Kyle. Uh, last team of the day, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'll take the lead here. My answer may surprise some people, but I think Melvin Gordon is the player that they should be most thankful for. I think he's the identity of this offense. It's Anthony Lynn offense that uh, is really getting a lot out of Melvin Gordon. He's a player that they put a lot of into having on the team. And first-round pick, I think they traded up for him. And he's playing at a very, very high level. I think it's one of the most understated things, not necessarily because his production's that good. I mean, he's fifth in the NFL in rushing. He's averaging over five yards a carry, seven touchdowns, or eight touchdowns, seven touchdowns, excuse me. He's playing and performing extremely well. But the, what he's doing, he, you know, he doesn't have a lot of space created for him. He's making people miss. He's creating space on his own. He's running with physicality. And I think that his contributions to that offense is, is a big, big reason why, you know, they're likely a lock to be the fifth seed in the, in the AFC this year. So I know Phillip Rivers is playing really well, and, and I know they have some good pieces on defense. But to me, Melvin Gordon has been so important to this team.
1: Joe, what would you do if I told you this was the first year Melvin Gordon's averaged over four yards of carry?
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised. He hasn't been that great until this year.
1: 2015, 3.5. 2016, 3.9. 2017, 3.9. 2018,
0: 5.2. Yeah, he's playing yards great, man.
1: Carry. He's playing outstanding football this year. And uh, averaging a career high, obviously, in yardage. He's on pace to to crush his records receiving, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, rushing yardage uh, across the board. So agree with you. That's a good call. But I'm going to go with nostalgic state, and I'm going to go with the Philip Rivers to Antonio Gates <laughs> connection. We saw it again. God, it's unbelievable. Damn it, Joe. We saw it again. It I will don't never know how the die. ball gets there. I don't know how the ball gets there. It will never die <laughs> the connection of Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. Uh, I'm pretty sure 100 years from now, their corpses will still be throwing that corner <laughs> route over and over again.
0: Can't be stopped. It can't be stopped. I'm convinced. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: So be thankful you got to see another one of those. Hope you see another one. But if you don't, be thankful for all the ones that you got to see. Because it's one of, you know, in my age demographic, I'm 29 years old. Growing up, that was one of the connections that I grew up watching.
0: And Phillips got to throw the ball like three steps before he gets to the top of his stem. Yeah. <laughs> I have you watch this ball flutter out there. You're like, I don't think that's going to anyone. And then all of a sudden, just it just comes drops out of per- nowhere. Yep. Just perfect. Just
1: it, it's unbelievable.
0: They've unbelievable.
1: Been doing it for so long now, they could probably do it with their eyes closed. Yeah. But that's what no I question. think they need to be thankful for. Joe, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. We're doing the NFC. Parting thoughts for the listeners. Go ahead.
0: Uh, tune in tomorrow. Subscribe. Give us your takes on takes.
1: Oh, preach. Hit us on Twitter with the hashtag takes on takes and your hot takes. I'm at grinding the tape. Joe is at the Joe Marino. As he said, tomorrow we're doing the NFC hit that subscribe button. Follow along on the show. Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Thanks for listening and happy Thanksgiving to you all. If you are celebrating whether you're listening on Thanksgiving the day before or the day after.